So please, Avengers, don't sue us. We don't have money. <laughs> that stoners will be stoned. And then the car just floors in, and it's just... It gets, like, the hell out of there real fast. It crosses like a medium. Remember how I explained there's a difference between, oh, haunted house scream, and a, I am about to die scream? Well, I believe that this is more of a, I'm about to die scream. Michael kicks the door, the driver's side door open, hits the gun. She flips it around and blows her own brains out. I'm like, are you kidding me? No problem, Ryan Reynolds. Anything for you. Empowering herself with the power of penis, Yes, yes, it's very weird. If you are in a haunted house that has the walls covered with oil, that should be a red sign. This is a haunted house, not a goddamn O'Reilly's Auto Parts. This can only be one of two things. It's either a video game world, kind of like GTA, or it's Detroit. Yeah, when you turn on the serial killer that you were interviewing for your news reporting TV show, yeah, you're kind of fucked. Are you? Me? Me, um, I'm nobody. Hello, everyone. Welcome to yet another episode of Tyler's Thursday Takes. It has been a while since the last one that I have done. It is mainly because uh, I don't have time to get anything done. So... Here we go. Uh, we are reviewing the 2021 R-rated movie Nobody. It is a hour and 32 minutes long. It is rated a 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb. It is starring Bob Odenkirk as Hutch Manzel, Alexei Serberakov as Yulian Kostikov. We have Connie Nielsen as Becca Manzel, Christopher Lloyd, the guy from Back to the Future, as David Manzel, Michael Ironside as Eddie, and we even have Riza as Harry Manzel. Or, man, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. This one's going to be a Spark Notes version of Spark Notes versions because I uh, do not have the time to do this, mainly because. Once I'm done recording this, I get to wake up and head to work in four hours to the dot right now. So I'm not going to put a whole lot of time or effort into this one. So let's go ahead and get right on into it. Also, on top of the fact that a lot of my files and stuff were corrupted. So we'll see exactly how long this movie or how long this episode is. So nobody is basically the story of Bob Odenkirk's character, Hutch Menzel. He is a stay-at-home family man, which every day is the same. He wakes up, goes to work, much like mine. Only difference is he has a wife who they are starting to kind of lose love for, and they're kind of falling out of their relationship. Along with his two kids, he has a son and a daughter. And everything's all the normal until one day these two people break into his house and start tearing up all his stuff and try to find stuff. And he's going to go attack them. And at the last second, he stops what he's doing. 
and doesn't fully go on with hitting them with the golf club. At one point, his son does come downstairs and manages to ambush one of them, which then leads to one of them punching him in the face. And because of that, he then is treated almost like a failure by his family and everyone in the neighborhood. And for the most part, all this is just kind of how he's treated, mainly because of the fact that he is... He kind of just let them rob his house, punch his son in the face, and didn't do anything about it. Until one day, when he comes back home from work, his daughter starts talking about how her kitty cat bracelet is missing. And so he goes to all these different... All these different tattoo parlors to try to find exactly where the guy is that robbed his house because he needs to get his kitty cat bracelet back for his daughter and he goes through all these and he actually ends up at one tattoo parlor where the guy sees that he has a tattoo of playing cards on his wrist and without any type of without any type of I guess recognition to it or anything other context clues he just kind of goes thank you for your service talking to Hutch Manziel and he proceeds to run off and basically lock himself into this room with 18 different locks there being that someone would try to take it from them uh Thank you for your service. You too, old timer. So he ends up finding out where the people who robbed his house live. They are just in this apartment, and he basically starts intimidating them saying give me back the fucking kitty cat bracelet and just roughing them around until he finds out that they have a sick child that they're taking care of in which he leaves and he gets back on the bus to go back home because he's not going to cause them any more trouble because of the hardships that they already appear to be facing so they he gets back on the bus until a little bit during his bus ride home these guys crash their hummer and basically they're all drunk they get onto the bus start terrorizing the people that are on the bus and harassing everyone and now Hutch proceeds to tell the bus driver to get off the bus and proceeds to have one of the most, I guess, badass moments you can have in a bus fight scene, just fighting them. And he's not just, like, perfect. He gets beat up, too, but basically goes through this whole fight scene. And the reason this part's important is because you find out that the people that he beat up on this bus, one of them's related to this big mobster called Yulian Kusnikov who holds a lot of money for these other big Russian mobsters and basically is starting to set up the whole 
Oh, look, now here there's bad rushing guys. So now that there's all these bad rushing guys, they decided they're going to take out their revenge on this Hutch fellow. And so now Yulian sends a gang of people to go kidnap Hutch and destroy his family and all that. And so basically what ends up happening is he locks his family in the basement, tells them, I'll come out, I'll come get y'all when everything's done, puts them in this like safe room. And because of that, while the Russian mobsters invade the house, he proceeds to fight them all and kill them. The, the, the kill count for this is a lot. We'll go over it at the end, but it's a lot right now. He proceeds to fight off a bunch of these Russian intruders until he gets tased. And he's in the back of a vehicle on the way to this hideout because they are kidnapping him. And they're going to basically torture him for everything that he did to the Russian mobster's family member. Until he sets off a fire extinguisher, blinds the car, and kills off the rest of the men. And proceeds to crash it. And so on and so forth. He goes back to his house, tells his family, y'all need to dip up out of here. There's going to be more people coming, and I don't want anything to happen to y'all. Gets his gold from the basement. Proceeds to go to his job, which is owned by his wife's father, so his father-in-law. Buys the warehouse from him, and when the brother-in-law tries to stop him, he basically punches him in the gut, sends him down, and is like, I'm buying it, don't don't try to do anything. And so now, Hutch approaches Yulian with a landmine, basically, and is going up to him and telling him, Look, let's make a deal. If you agree not to try to come after me and my family, I won't have to do anything else to you. And so, of course, Yulian doesn't give a shit about any of this and proceeds to send all of his men to go get not only Hutch now, but his father as well. Because his father, who's played by Christopher Lloyd, is the old man is going to be weak and fragile and easily taken advantage of, right? Come on, Davey. Please turn that shit down. So yeah, the old man manages to take care of these two people that are sent to take care of him. And now we're on to basically the big battle scene. Now they're all going to go take out Hutch at his warehouse because they know where he's at. And they all show up and during the day Hutch has basically booby trapped this entire warehouse to just massacre all these Russians that are about to show up. And so in this process, basically... They all start breaking in. Some of Hutch's traps start going off. And about midway through, Hutch's father, David, and half-brother, Harry, which is played by Riza, end up showing up and kind of help him fight off all these Russian guys. And once they get through of all the mobs of Russians, they're all out of ammo. Yulian rolls up and 
So now they've got to figure out a way to kill them, but none of them have ammo in their bullets or in their guns. And so Hutch has the beautiful idea to strap a claymore to the front of a pane of bulletproof glass and tie a string to it, run up to Yulian, pull the string, set it, and have it explode right in front of him and kill Yulian. And after all this, the cops are now alerted to go to location because of the mass amounts of what sounds like to be a, <laughs> a miniature war going on in this warehouse and they find all these dead bodies and Hutch has told not only his father but his half-brother to skedaddle and that he'll take the entire fall for it which leads us to the interview room where they're sitting there looking at Hutch and they're like who are you it's like nobody and at this point, they both get a call with the government basically telling them that just to let him go and don't worry about doing anything for him. Just let him go. Don't worry yourself about it. And so we skip to six months later. He's now looking for a new house because he burned down his old house due to the fact there were a bunch of dead Russians in it. And as they're talking about whether they're going to buy the house. The realtor gets a call. And basically, it almost seems like he's being recruited back into into being a paid assassin and going on about he's going to have to go back to his old life that he had before all this because apparently he had a secret life as an assassin. And that's basically where it ends like I said I know this is not in any ways a in-depth retelling of the movie or anything like that but I'm tired now I have to leave to go to work in three and a half hours so I'm not this is all you're, you're really getting out of it so let's just go ahead and go into the rating for the plot I gave the plot a two it it's interesting it doesn't immediately just come out and tell you that oh look he's an ex an ex assassin and he's just automatically going to kill everybody in his way and it's interesting to see how he kind of progresses through the story from being this modern everyday family man to being the ass kicker that he is so we have a two for the plot for the acting a full three Bob Odenkirk does an amazing job in really bringing this movie together. He, even though he's more of a comedian, he plays the part perfectly. He actually did two years of stunt training so he could do a majority of his own stunts in this movie and really kind of bring a sense of authenticness to it. And then on top of that, Everybody else, even Rizza, does a great job in this movie. And, of course, Christopher Lloyd. And then for the cinematography, I, I'm going to go ahead and give it a 2. They have a lot of dark scenes in it, but overall, it's very well produced. It has a lot of very interesting shots, a lot of wide shots. It was directed by the same guy that did John Wick. And, um... Uh, and Henry Danger... 
So it's going to have a lot of these action scenes that are shot very well. and Or Hardcore Henry, sorry. And it's just all together very well shot. Now I give it a, a, the entire one for the bonus points. Mainly for at one point there is a line where he says give me the fucking kitty cat bracelet. And uh, that just really, that does it for me. So we have the two points for the plot, the three for the acting, two for the cinematography, and then the one bonus point giving it an 8 out of 10. IMDB scored this a 7.4 out of 10. So I gave it a point six higher. Didn't really go with any of the point anythings here. So 8 out of 10 for Nobody, the rated R movie, 1 hour and 32 minutes. I highly suggest you go and watch this movie. It's definitely one of those action movies where you can sit down, watch it, and just really enjoy it. It's been... It's it's really fun to watch. You'll stay entertained throughout it, especially just just for the fight scene itself. Really, really just brings it all together. It's just an awesome scene for you to watch. And the amount of effort that Bob Odenkirk puts into it is just really good so i highly recommend if you haven't go watch this movie let me know what you think my girlfriend future wife recommended this for me i really enjoyed it and i feel like you will too but besides that thank you everyone for stopping by and listening i know this was not exactly the episode you are expected to but i've been dealing with a lot with work i'm not necessarily saying that I'm trying to avoid doing the episodes, but it's been a while since I've gotten one out, and it's I've just got a lot that I've been focusing on with work and just other aspects of my life, and so that's why there's been a bit of a hold on it. But thank you for everyone who stopped by and listened. I'll try to get another one out next week. I'm probably going to do the new movie, Uma which is the one about the Korean parents, and I will try to keep you all updated. Sorry for this being such an odd episode, but hopefully see you all next time. And remember, you never know if your next-door neighbor might be a retired assassin. But see you all next time, everyone. Have a good one.